0: Welcome back to rural Queensland today. Uh, we're lucky enough to have the deputy leader of the Catter Party, member for Hinchinbrook MP, Nick De Meadow, joining us this morning. Nick, good morning. Thanks so much for being with us. Good morning, Ben. And good morning, listeners. Uh, your recent question uh, on notice to die, Farmer, Minister for Training and Skills Development, asked about how many students have successfully completed a Cert Three in agriculture at TAFE. Very valid question in the last five years. On average, only 50 students per year Queensland-wide and just one student in North Queensland. Are you serious? Are you... <laughs> this is after they shut down these ag colleges and they said, we're shifting it all to the TAFE. 50 kids in Queensland, 50 students did a Cert three. In, oh, my God. No wonder, no wonder we are in a mess and there's a labour shortage. No wonder we have all these dramas about people on the land saying, we just can't get workers. We just can't get them. No one wants to come back. They have bludgeoned this industry.
1: They've completely gutted it, Ben. Everyone you talk to, it doesn't matter if you're talking to someone working in grain, cattle, sugar cane, everyone's screaming out skilled workers, people that are interested in the industry. The best way you can get people interested in the industry is through training. Grabbing some of those young people that are ready at that grade eight, grade nine, grade 10 sort of stage, that are keen in the industry, keen in agriculture, and train them in the uh, industry that they want to learn about. Now, shutting down the ag colleges was an absolutely atrocious thing for the agriculture industry here in Queensland. Handing it over to TAFE, you've got to ask yourself, 1.2 people a year on average trained in North Queensland by TAFE in Certificate 3 in Agriculture. Dismal you got to ask yourself, are they even serious? Is this government even serious? 50 people across the whole of Queensland qualifying in Certificate 3 in Agriculture per year. No wonder we can't find workers to work our farms.
0: Well, why, why the shortage? And, and I mean one person in North Queensland, one student a year in North Queensland. So when you put this to Die Farmer, what was the response? In all seriousness, what did she come up with?
1: They're saying that there's a a program that they're running in schools now to try and get people interested in agriculture. Uh, it's being administered right now by no. the Department of Agriculture Stop and Fisheries. It. Stop it! <laughs> yeah, yeah, mate. Stop it! We need I mean, practical seriously. training. We yeah. need practical training. And they're saying they're investing um, in in bricks and mortar in places like Bowen, for example. But the reality is, there needs to be a strategy here. You know, it's just, I feel that it's simple for the state government to churn out more baristas and more people and certificate two in, you um, in well, um, know. It looks better. It looks
0: better. They, they it like does. it. They like it more. Um, and that's the thing. That, that's the big problem that I've got with it. They like it. They well, like the problem it. is yeah.
1: you're going to have baristas and no milk to put in the coffee. That's what's going to happen. You're going to have people that have, you know, turned their back on the industry because they didn't see a future in it because this government has clearly indicated that they don't believe there is.
0: Yeah, you, you, you're so right. You're so right. Um, talk to me quickly, and, and I, 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 that, that just fascinates me, and we're going to chase that up a bit because that is just a dreadful statistic and why no one's been held to account. But the Cardwell Family Medical Centre has around about 1,000 patients. Now, we know the health system here, regardless of them getting rid of the health minister, regarding like the Chief Health Operating Officer, yeah, all of every, what everybody said... We now have a situation where the practice has around 1,000 patients and will shut its doors on September 1, despite operating for years and costly costly locums without a full-time GP. Now, the two owners have been seeking government assistance for more than months. They came to you last December. Now, you've got the situation after a public notice on July 10, the Federal Health Department said it was investigating the issue. Well, too big, too late. It's all over. I mean, I can't get over this. There's a 1,000 patients. Where do they go when they shut the doors on September 1?
1: Man, it's been absolutely appalling, the response from not only the federal but state government over the years on this matter. We have a rural GP shortage across the whole of Queensland. More needs to be done not only to train GPs and retain them in the regions but also attract them as well. We've been talking through uh, the federal member for Kennedy, Bob Cutter, the Honourable Bob Cutter, with the federal government for the last four years. Uh, myself has been making representation to the state for about three and a half. Uh, the fact is we're about to see the card Cardwell Clinic collapse and close and those 1,000 people will be looking for somewhere to go. All of a sudden, uh, all the heads around the table seem to f- have found a, um, a way forward, they believe. So obviously I can't uh, announce anything just yet, but it just it really grinds my gears to think you've got to get to the point where you've just broken two people that have been running this clinic on the smell of an oily rag for the last eight years uh, before the state or the federal government will get involved.
0: Yeah, unbelievable. Unbelievable. And one thing, one thing that um, I just can't believe is that we are absolutely in this situation that we're going to put lives at risk... Because of poor management from a Labor Party. If that's not a reason to kick them to the curb, I don't know what is. I really don't. The Northern Territory age of criminal responsibility rose from 10 till 12 on August 1. Now, the Attorney-General claimed the decision to increase the age of criminal responsibility was based purely on evidence of therapeutic response, and the best way to curb youth crime... And antisocial behaviour under the new laws, if a child aged 11 or younger engages in criminal activity, instead of being detained and dealt with through the courts, they'll be diverted to a program that also involves the child's family. The move may be more about reducing the number of offenders. In Queensland, um, the reporting year, 2,757 defendants aged between the ages of 10 and 13 years of age were in the children's court. Now, I'm sorry. You know, if you multiply the average by five point four per child, that's almost fifteen thousand crimes. They would go unpunished. I mean, seriously, who comes up with this crap? And I get furious with it because I just know that this is not the way. It's just hiding the devil in the detail. They'll come out and say, "Well, youth crimes dropped." Yeah, because you lifted the age. You lifted the age, so it doesn't. They don't get detained. It's ridiculous.
1: We've got people, I think, at the state government right now that are more worried about uh, you know, tricky accounting when it comes to their figures rather than making sure that they're fixing a problem. Now, if you thought things couldn't get worse across Australia, here's the Northern Territory saying, hold my beer. we're gonna." <laughs> I'm going to really stuff this up. They, they already buggered it up with the alcohol bans um, nearly a year yep. and a half ago. Now, we saw the whole place descend into an absolute... Uh, you know, uh, people were calling it Halliot there, yeah. living in uh, places like um, Alice Springs. Yep. Now they're going to allow these children two to three years, another hall pass, another hall pass to get out there and do whatever they like without any criminal responsibility whatsoever. Yes, it'll look great on their books. It'll do nothing, though, to make those victims feel safer or have any of those crimes that, uh, you know, there's 15,000 crimes a year will now go unpunished. They're saying yesterday, as the new legislation was enacted. Thousands of kids were w- wiped off the uh, off the register. They were about to appear in court for a number of crimes across the Northern Territory. You know, imagine being one of those victims. And you know, the, we saw the data, but we didn't see the real toll that was actually taking on those victims. We weren't told about where the where these kids were. You know, about to see the children's court because of rape, no. murder, no. or even you know, unlawful use of a motor vehicle as a minor, as a more minor crime. But all those crimes are just literally written off the books.
0: Yeah, to worry. Uh, there's a lot of dramas there. Hey, Nick, you've you flagged some really good stuff. Member for Hinchinbrook, great to chat, mate. Uh, this, the, the, look, the concerning stuff, I'm not trying to minimise anything, but this um, report now on the last five years, only an average of 50 students per year Queensland-wide have been doing a cert three in agriculture at TAFE. This is after they closed down uh, these campuses um, and only one in North Queensland... <laughs> We've got to look into it. It, 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 We really need to ask some questions. Great to chat. We'll catch up again shortly. Appreciate your time.
1: Always, Ben. Thank Thank you you very much. We'll take
0: a break. Come back. Rural Queensland today.